Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We're chatting with Randy Kay, author of Happier Made Simple, and also the mother of Ben, uh, and she wrote about Ben in a memoir a few years ago, and Ben is a son of hers who has schizophrenia, and due to the nature of my other work as probate judge and coming into contact with many people with schizophrenia, I wanted to have this conversation with you, Randy Kay, as a mom. So let's begin with what one of the myths of schizophrenia, which is most people think that schizophrenia is the three faces of Eve or mm. the old Patty Duke. Um, what was her name? You know who I'm talking about. Well, those who are identical. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yes, but people think they use the word schizophrenia colloquially to think about split personality disorder. That's what not what we're talking about. No. Split personality disorder may be a splintering off of a subset of schizophrenia as a whole. Maybe. I think actually it is. But generally speaking, schizophrenia is not split personality per se. It's not inhabiting other... Sybil. Sybil was Sybil is what you're thinking. Right. Sally, Sally Field. Field. Right. Sally Field. It, it, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the, the schizophrenia that is the pervasive... Normal, schi- typical schizophrenia. Brain disease. Let's brain call disease. call it a brain disease. Okay. Uh, multiple personality disorder, to my understanding, is psychological. And at least if you, if you can believe the oh, movies. Really? Yeah, that's to oh. my understanding. It could be. A, it, look, schizophrenia is a cluster of symptoms. So right. could it be a symptom of schizophrenia? It could be. But I don't believe it's in the DSM as a diagnosing okay. thing. I, I defer to you. So okay. I, I, this is, and again, not an expert, just a mom here. But um, but personality disorder is often caused by trauma, and it can be helped with therapy. Okay. Schizophrenia Can cannot I, be helped by therapy that. because right. it's, a, it's an imbalance of so many things in the brain. They don't even really know. They are with research in schizophrenia where they were with cancer maybe decades ago. Decades. Where it was like chemo or nothing. Yeah. So the thing about schizophrenia, and let's talk about it as a brain disease, is it typically begins in late adolescence. I've seen it in early 20s. Mm-hmm. It occasionally can show up, particularly in women in their 30s or 40s. I've seen mm-hmm. that too. Uh, and 
what it is is a brain disease that changes your personality and is typically you begin to understand that someone has it because one of the first symptoms is they appear to be hearing voices. Sometimes they have different smelling sensations, but voices are very common. It's one of the most common symptoms of schizophrenia. They start to respond to these voices as if they laugh sort of oddly, Mm -hmm. or maybe they talk back to the voices. But also their perception of the world is altered by the voices that they're hearing. So Mm -hmm. their paranoia, for example, is one of the earliest symptoms that would lead a doctor to think that somebody might have schizophrenia. They become truly afraid of the people typically closest to them. Or what I see as a very common delusion is they don't believe their parents are their parents. Mm -hmm. That's a very common delusion of people with schizophrenia. They, they, and, it's, and it's a true belief. So in believing it so strongly, there's no arguing with it. Right. It's you, real to them. You can't talk them. anybody out of it. It's real to them. And, and I will tell you, and you've probably seen this, many people with schizophrenia say, I don't hear voices. Because it's their reality. If my son is off his medication, I will see him gesticulating and talking to the air and um, – I know he's responding to something, but that's his real. That's his. You know, if you have, there's a, there's a line between oh, talking to yourself and going, where did I put my car keys? And then the universe gives you an idea that you might have left them in the freezer, and you go and you did, and you got a sign from the universe. We don't think that's crazy because we can function. And some people say, listen to your gut. Your gut will tell you what to do. Well, imagine, and I'm just imagining. In your head, if you've got all these intuitive voices all the time saying, that's not really your mother, mm-hmm. that, you know, she is evil, you want to save her life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's real to them. And where is the line between, I've oh, had the people that had to start sign. fires in their apartments because they firmly believed that they had to burn out an evil spirit mm-hmm. that was appearing in front of them. And if they didn't start a fire in their apartment, that something worse was even going to happen. They had to save people by starting a fire I mean, in their apartment. It can come from good intentions. And, it's, and I want to just say before, because you may not get a chance to ask this, that my son is 40. And um, on the right medication, he has had some productive years. Mm-hmm. And the earlier you get it, the harder it is to get your life back. People who get it in their 20s, um, that's why early detection is so important. There is some evidence that every time you have a psychotic break, it destroys brain matter. So even though the brain can rewire, it gets harder and harder. And you have to find the right medication with the right medication that he didn't want to take, but he did because I said, you can't live here unless you do. My son got off Social Security. He was waiting on tables. He got 60 college credits. He leased a Lexus. Like, he wasn't perfect, but he was doing well. He had a life. Going off that medication and having COVID close the restaurant business didn't help and led to the latest breakdown, which you witnessed, I believe. So, um, but that's his reality. And I remember reading a memoir of someone who... um, took the right meds it's called the day the voices stopped it's an old memoir I, I read it when I when I was researching the disease and he said the voices stopped when I took this med and I was terrified because 
they would kept me company all the it's time. It's like a beautiful mind. Mm-hmm. Right. We're chatting with Randy Kay, and that was a pretty sympathetic depiction of schizophrenia. It was. It was poetic but sympathetic. Mm-hmm. It wasn't accurate, but I think it was. You <laughs> but know. it helps people. It helps people meet people halfway that may have exactly. a disease they'd be afraid of. Exactly. And, you know, if my son would were, were was able to get a job and say, hey, I have this – You might see these weird symptoms because right now he's on a long-acting injectable that Mm -hmm. when it comes time that it's due, it doesn't work so well. Oh, I see. Um, You know, but anyway, so the hardest thing about it is the the lack of awareness that you have it, meaning they don't gratefully accept help. They don't gratefully accept your empathy. They, you know, they just want to listen to the voices more than their own mothers sometimes. Okay. We're chatting with Randy Kay. We're talking about schizophrenia. Uh, one of the things I wanted to mention is that the doctors have a, a wide range now of medicines that they prescribe, mm-hmm. but when you ask them how it is they work, they say they still don't know, which I thought was just remarkable. Mm-hmm. In other words, they know that they treat the symptoms, but it's it's sort of like a car that's always driving to the right side of the road. If you're not taking the medicine, you're going to go off the road. So mm-hmm. they're not curing anything. They know they're not curing anything. But they can't even explain why the medicines work, which I find to be astonishing, personally. There's, Isn't that astonishing? It, they don't totally understand. astonishing. There's not, you know, they, they need to do more research. But as you say, it's not one of these illnesses that has sympathy. It doesn't because have all sympathy. the company, all the, all the world sees is... School shootings. Oh, they must have had schizophrenia. Like it, and people with mental health problems are more likely, perhaps, if they're not on their medication, to believe the wrong things. But there's so many myths about schizophrenia that doesn't make it easy to empathize. We with. have a caller who didn't want to be on air who would like to know what happens if somebody refuses to take their meds. Hmm. I'm going to let you take that, and I can also answer that. Go ahead. What happens is the symptoms return in full force, and it's only a matter of time before they go back in the hospital. And then you... you because they have an acute episode and somebody calls the police and, and alerts the police that this is mental illness and not criminality, mm-hmm. right? That's very key. Very key. Very key. And so they don't get hauled into jail for behavior that would be aberrant or threatening or menacing mm-hmm. because the police officer understands that they're having a psychotic episode, which means that they have lost touch with reality and they're reacting to having lost touch with reality. So you're saying that the logical extension of somebody who doesn't take meds is that they end up in the hospital. Or uh, jail. It depends. Not, not every Not every police officer is well trained in crisis intervention. And Oh, you know, I I have this podcast called Schizophrenia: Three Moms in the Trenches because there, which you've been on, there are two other moms with sons with schizophrenia who also wrote books, and we just teamed up to have a mom and a guest show. And we're not the experts, but we bring the experts on, and we speak to people who say, "I just needed my son to be in jail." And we recently had the um, Brian Stetton, who is in New York City, the special advisor to Mayor Adams' office about a serious mental illness, talking about the plan to help people with serious mental illness who are homeless, who don't think they need help, getting them to get help. They and, have to get help. Mm-hmm. So that's and just a whole because, other... And, you know, so here, you know... <laughs> We can have a lot of conversations about respect and civil rights mm-hmm. and, and all of that. But I think we have to remember that somebody who is in the throes of psychosis is not well. Here's, they need to be treated as if they're exactly. sick. They they're die with their well. rights on. They die with their rights on. And 
if your parent were wandering the streets with Alzheimer's, nobody would say, hey, that's their right. And yet we treat people with Alzheimer's feeling that they have a right to have help. And we treat people with schizophrenia as if, hey, they have a right to refuse help. Well, what if they get behind the wheel and hurt? You know, most people with schizophrenia, especially on medication, are not violent. They're sweet and they've lost so much in their lives. And they deserve empathy and research and families of people who have serious mental illness. And I'm just going to be specific about schizophrenia now because there just Please. isn't enough. We need support. We need people not to say, well, what did you do wrong as a parent to cause schizophrenia? Because that doesn't cause schizophrenia. A brain illness causes schizophrenia. So we need support. We need education. We need to learn acceptance. We need respect. And another caller wants to know what happens if they won't get help. So what happens in the community is if in between that acute episode and not wanting to get help, they have to be watched. They they have to be watched because at some point they will cease to function to such an extent that some uh, psychiatrist upon admitting in an emergency room will say they need to be admitted. And there really is very little in between in Connecticut because we don't have Kendra's Law, which right. we didn't speak about. We're one right. of only five states in the country in which outside of a hospital setting, a conservator cannot threaten a person. So, so let's say in New York. If somebody has schizophrenia, and I may take this over the hour to talk about this because we're just going to be, we're, we're, we're literally coming up on the Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Randy Kay is in the studio with us, and she is the mother of a son, Ben, with schizophrenia, and she's been an advocate and a mother who doesn't quit, and she's written a book about it, and we've had a lot of calls in the last half hour, Randy, of people who wanted to ask the very important question about what to do to get their child help, and it is typically a child. I'm going to go first to Jack from Fairfield, who's been patiently holding, but I do want to not wrap up without addressing what you think people need to be able to do to get their kids some help. Okay. Jack from Fairfield, welcome to the show. You're on the air with Randy Kay. Hi. Hey, good morning, Lisa. I'm a big fan. Thank you for hosting this uh, this topic. Okay, we have a little bit of a tech issue here um, because... Um, Randy can't hear you. Can Justin. you can you hear him? I can hear him so well. So let him talk and then tell me okay. what he said, basically. But I uh, just want Justin to know that the tech isn't great here. Go ahead, Jack. Go ahead. What's the issue? Talk to me. Go ahead. So Yeah, listen, I'm sorry I missed uh, most of this show. I love the topic. 
Um, I, I have a, a life experience. My brother had schizophrenia that started uh, right soon after high school. Um, so basically, I saw the whole thing from the, the beginning to the end. Um, one thing I'd like to touch on and stress for you is how difficult it was for us to get him help through the systems. Yeah. Um, I, I contacted now, now he lived in the shadows of alleys. My mother worked, uh, extra, uh, just to get him a room at the YMCA because he became a little dangerous, a little scary. Mm-hmm. He was not on medic. He was not on medication. Right. And so, you know, he got a room at the Y. He lurked in the shadows. Um, my mother became ill with cancer, ended up passing away. I promised her to, to take care of him, never turn my back on him. And when I took over, I had the ability and the strength to to start the process. So I contacted Mental Health Association of Connecticut, who is underfunded, overworked. Um, just They had no beds. Um, I spoke to this person over the phone, and I ended the conversation getting nowhere, saying, look, um, if he hurts himself or he hurts someone else, now it's on you. Okay. And, that, and did that help? So, yes. That initiated the process. I met him at the Y. Uh, I got him. I got my brother's door to open. He had paranoia, paranoid schizophrenia. It yeah. was not easy to, to approach. Um, I, he got in the door. He shut it behind me. Um, he came out about 15 minutes later. My brother was telling me he was upset. You know, don't bring him here again. I know this guy from somewhere, whatever. And um, and basically, the the caseworker or whoever this was from Mental Health Association told me this is one of the worst cases he's ever seen. Uh, sure, let me try to sum it up for you. We got the police over there, put him in an ambulance, mm-hmm. got him to the hospital. Yep, yep. Um, and and through the efforts of everyone involved, um, ended up getting him on medications. And and let me tell you. Someone has to voluntarily take these medications. I know. You can't force people. I know you, you can't force people that. to take right. meds. Right. So, you know, thank God he got on medication. He ended up getting into um, a group home that was, you know, totally supervised. Okay. That transferred into a smaller group home where he had a roommate. Mm. Wow. And, you know, yeah, they took him to, you know, the grocery store. But, you know, he had not been on medications for so long. Um, but, you know what? He ended up getting back into society somewhat he was totally on um you know social security um but he ended up having somewhat of a life and that's because he was taking medications on medication and you know what they still you know through the efforts of the mental health association of connecticut through their efforts you know and constant supervision of some type it might have been you know touching base once a week once every two weeks at that point yeah, and that was my only argument after seeing the whole process is they kind of cut them loose a little prematurely. I would have liked to see more contact and, uh, you know, having them, you know, overseen a little more, um, managed a little bit better. But I understand <clears throat> that with a number of people, you can only do so much. Your The resources are very, very limited. Yeah. I want to thank you. Is your brother still alive? No, I'm afraid he did uh, have a heart attack eventually and died at a, uh, you know, 62 years old or okay. so. But you were a good brother for that time period, but you, you were... I kept, um, I kept my promise. And were you his conservator sure. as a matter of legality here in Connecticut? 
Did you become? That a, is correct. Yes. Yeah. So yes. that's another piece that people need to know about. Jack, I want to thank you. I want to just uh, switch back to Randy. So, Randy, we've just heard a story of a person in a community whose mother had passed. He promised his mother that he would take care of his brother, mm. and he did. And he aggressively got the people in, but he basically said that until he threatened and said, it's going to be on you if something bad happens, that they really were not responsive. But eventually, after getting him into a hospital, this gentleman became his conservator. We should talk about the legal piece because it's important. Yes. So a conservator in um, Connecticut or a conservator is a person who you think of like uh, the guardianship. And in fact, in many states, they're called a guardian. And they have powers to basically liaison with uh, the healthcare professionals, and they have very, very limited powers after a specific hearing in a hospital to even compel meds over objection. But even outside a hospital setting, they can help somebody with housing, they can help somebody get on Husky. They are an individual who was always mentally competent to be a go-between when somebody starts to get sick again. They're essential, Randy. Don't you think for people with schizophrenia? I I do, and I don't want to gossip here, but look at Amanda Bynes and look at oh, Britney Spears, who fought Bynes. and fought to have their conservatorships removed, and conservatorship can be really helpful. So there's so much to unpack here. You, get, I did not hear the... The call. So, but but I have to say, all the notes you gave me, it sounds so familiar. So, in the two minutes or so that we have left, let me just throw out a few things to you. First of all, amazing that you honored your commitment to take care of your brother. The sibling experience is very difficult. You lose somebody who was supposed to be your best friend, and they turn into somebody else. Um, what does help is getting conservatorship if you can, getting as educated as you can, and I'm going to give you two resources that really help. One is NAMI Family to Family Course. NAMI is the National Alliance on Mental Illness. And for, for me, they do a lot politically, but um, in terms of legislation, they do what they can. Um, but for me, my favorite part of NAMI is the education because I needed education. And I took a course and now teach a course and actually teach other people to teach the course called Family to Family. It's a free course. It's offered in person or virtually. In eight weeks, you learn about the illness. You learn about what it might be like for your loved one. You learn about medications. You learn um about crisis intervention. I and need so to forth. know this. I'll recommend it in my court. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. This is fantastic. The NAMI family to family classes. No, it's taught. Thank you. It's taught by volunteers who've been through it. Okay. Just go to namict.org and look under education, and you'll see a class opening near you. Oh, it's wonderful. And, uh, and, and I bet um, it's a built in support system for people, too. It is, and it's limited. It's eight weeks. Okay. But what I love about it, support groups can be good. It depends on who's leading them and who shows up that night. Sometimes it's like, you know, whose story is worse? Let's just complain. But this is like you get education. And it, it, it saved my life. It helps me know how to deal with my son. The other resource would be my podcast, Schizophrenia, Three Moms in the Trenches. We had Judge Lisa on to talk about conservatorship and just probate in general. We have a, a this look, we have 62 episodes so far. We have one where we interviewed our own daughters about the sibling experience. We also had someone on last week who says hope is hard. He has schizophrenia and lost his twin brother to schizophrenia, and he's working on his life. You so know those that are it resources. is estimated that as many as 2% of the population can have schizophrenia. I've mm -hmm. seen that. 2% is a I lot. heard one, but two is even, I mean, it's, and this is, it's not like autism, which seems to be growing. This is through, through the ages, through the internationally. Ages. This is 
Jane Eyre. This is all your old, yep. you know, Victorian novels. What do yep. you think these people had when they were stuck in attics? Absolutely. They obviously had schizophrenia. Yeah. And with medication, I always say with, you know, if you can do what you can, and these courses will help you, when someone has schizophrenia, however they get it, if they can get treatment, whatever that means to them, that helps them. Treatment, purpose, structure and a community community to feel that they're loved or appreciated that helps not easy to do but you know we keep on keeping on and then take care of yourself caregivers that's why i wrote happier made simple and we need more research into no, the disease absolutely we need the money we need the money we to go the into money. the disease yeah randy k keep strong pleasure keep life interesting <laughs> isn't that interesting yes pleasure to be with you today Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 